Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the On the Pony Express podcast. I'm Billy Embody. Thanks for listening. Quite a bit to get to here, largely recruiting transfer portal on today's podcast, as always, uh, because it is that window. It is that time where SMU um, is going to try and catch more fire from the transfer portal. Look, last week we discussed former five-star wide receiver Jordan Hudson and Dallas native Kyron, Kyron Chambers entering the portal, leaving TCU. That is still uh, a big storyline to watch as the transfer portal begins to unfold here. Uh, we discussed those guys, but since then, SMU did lose some players to the NCAA transfer portal, uh, and we're going to kind of run through some of those. We'll also take a look at a couple more targets emerging in the transfer portal as well. And look, um, I, I think I want to start with a new offer that went out from the transfer portal, uh, and that is SMU defensive line coach Calvin Thibodeau handing out an offer to Arizona State defensive lineman Robbie Harrison. He stands at 6'4", 325. He redshirted this past season, playing in three games for the Sun Devils. He was a member of the 2022 signing class, He's now on the move with four years of eligibility remaining. SMU dished out their offer and joined programs like Cincinnati, um, uh, Marshall, Louisiana. Um, you have quite the group of mainly group of five programs, but also some power five programs. Like I said, Cincinnati, Indiana um, in there as well. Uh, and he was highly touted coming out of high school. He held Indiana, Minnesota, Kansas State offers. Um, a big body in the middle, SMU trying to add depth there behind Jordan Miller, the big nose tackle, and Robbie Harrison fits the mold. We've talked about Judah Colo, who officially visited SMU earlier this month. Um, he's also checking out Marshall and um, UConn as well. We'll see kind of where that goes. Um, I haven't heard too much that maybe SMU is pressing. We'll, we'll have to dig a little bit more on that for our on the PonyExpress.com subscribers, of course. But he did officially visit SMU. Robbie Harrison is one where this is a guy who has four years of eligibility remaining. Uh, somebody that Calvin Thibodeau obviously watched when he was coming out of South Carolina back uh, in the 2022 recruiting class. Um, SMU wasn't really involved. But he was a pretty well-known national name and uh, ends up going with Arizona State. Doesn't pan out. He's on the move now. This is a guy with four years of eligibility left that when you have a guy like Jordan Miller, who has one year of eligibility remaining, then you have him could potentially be a guy that you rely on in that redshirt uh, sophomore season. So he'll be a redshirt freshman this year coming up. I'll try to track down Robbie and see what's up with him and kind of where he's at, but he has picked up a flurry of offers since entering the transfer portal. Uh, he didn't record any stats that I could find in his first season with Arizona State, uh, but again, a big space eater. That's something that SMU needs. We talked about needs in the transfer portal, and Robbie Harrison would, would hit that on the head. A big, big body that can be somebody that can eat a few snaps uh, a game for Jordan Miller when he needs a breather, when Mike Johan, Sandro, and Jiki needs a breather, Stefan Wright, guys like that that maybe aren't necessarily in the true rotation a lot but can kind of stay fresh and give you a little something 
as they go through things, um, you know, during the course of a game. And uh, sometimes guys get nicked up. So just having another body in the middle of that defensive line is something SMU continues to target. Another uh, big name to know on the defensive line, Cam Robertson, who's going to officially visit SMU this weekend. He's coming off an official visit to Colorado. And boy, if you haven't paid attention to what's going on in Boulder, they have that big spring spring game sold out. Deion Sanders obviously driving the hype machine. Well, 14 players entered the transfer portal since then for Colorado. So it's been a mass exodus. They lost a key commitment out of Louisiana and Jawan Johnson. That is a program that is going to be interesting as Deion Sanders tries to build it. But a big question I have is, look, Jawan Johnson, he was there for that visit weekend. He de- turns around and decommits right away. So is that an overall sign of things to come in Colorado? Maybe uh, things aren't as good as they seem over there. Or is Dion going to continue to drive this hype bus and get players like a Cam Robertson, uh, the big defensive end out of uh, North Texas who's transferring and uh, get him on board. SMU expected to host him for an official visit this coming weekend. He was all Conference USA freshman team uh, after you know breaking out this season. Again, a guy with you know three years, four seasons, four years to play three of eligibility remaining. That's a player that SMU would love to add on the edge, add depth. They didn't have Jaden Jones for spring ball, but they're kind of two similar players in terms of size. And uh, anytime you can add somebody who, you know, is off to a start like that for his career, that's important. You also have Isaiah Smith and Nelson Paul coming off the edge as far as true pass rushers go. But Cam Robertson could be a key piece of depth at that true defensive end, strong side defensive end spot. Maybe he can flip over and play a little bit bit of that bandit as well. Um, I'm intrigued to see how SMU does. He's been on campus for an unofficial visit. Now they line up that official visit this coming weekend, which is going to be a big weekend on the Hilltop. So be sure to pick up an OnThePonyExpress.com subscription to get all the inside intel on how things go. And if you subscribe to OnThePonyExpress.com, Check out our contest with Smoke Provisions. You can get a Boulevard tailgate for 30 people catered with beer at a home game of your choosing if you are a subscriber and lead the contest uh, with the most number of new subscribers bought to on, brought to on the on theponyexpress.com. You can get people on board. Think about it. Let's say you have 10 of your close friends who uh, go to SMU, or maybe they don't. Tell them, subscribe to OnThePonyExpress.com. Let me know by emailing me, billy.embody at on3.com. We'll keep the tally for you guys of who leads in this contest, and you might be well on your way to a Boulevard tailgate that's valued at over $1,000. That's pretty special stuff. So shout out Smoke Provisions for all your barbecue needs. Uh, They're great friends of ours. Check them out. Follow them on Instagram. The details of that contest are on our message board had a nice response to start things off. So please uh, check that out. Easy way to get a full Boulevard paid for and catered. Cam Robertson isn't the only name coming in this weekend. SMU will have others coming to campus as well. So be sure to check out uh, on theponyexpress.com for that. Um, Look, this is going to be one of those weekends where SMU has a chance to stake their claim to really 
finalizing what would be probably one of the one of the best, if not the best, transfer hall in the country. I don't know if Jordan Hudson is going to come in. I don't know if Kyron Chambers is going to come in. Here's the thing with Jordan Hudson. Auburn now making a push for him. They're supposed to get a visit. Will the former five-star receiver head to the Plains this weekend? That's something we're watching. Still like where SMU stands there for the former five-star prospect out of Garland. But the Auburn Tigers, they've been saving up NIL for quite some time now. They pretty much didn't spend it when Brian Harson was the coach there. Now they have Hugh Freeze. They're spending. They're trying to make a statement. It'll be a battle now for Jordan Hudson with SMU, trying to get him back closer to home. That will be one to watch. Auburn's obviously making a big push. We continue to track and see if Arizona State has made up any ground in this race. There are plenty of programs out there that want Jordan Hudson. Lots of programs have reached out. Uh, well into the double digits, as expected for a guy who was as highly touted as he was coming out of high school. Again, a top 20 overall prospect in the 2022 signing class on on three. Um, so we'll continue to track what happens with Jordan Hudson. SMU did lose Dylan Goffney to the transfer portal at the end of last week. I mean, it was a crowded room to begin with. If they can get Jordan Hudson on board, that makes it even more crowded. It sucks, honestly. This is a good player uh, who, you know, got hurt at the end of last season, um, sat out the spring, and now is going to be looking for a new home. And I don't think it's because he was a bad player. He really provided SMU a little bit of consistency, one of the better pass catchers just overall on the roster in terms of consistency. So it just sucks to see it kind of work out like this, honestly. But when you bring in the amount of talent SMU has at receiver – and then you add another player potentially in Jordan Hudson, this this happens. And so it's not something where, you know, Dylan Goffney did anything wrong. It's just a, kind of how the chips fell. TCU did land wide receiver Dalen Wright out of the transfer portal, a big body receiver that maybe SMU was going to kick around the tires on. But once Jordan Hudson entered that transfer portal, the Mustangs have their outside receiver target in the transfer portal. They just have to hold on for dear life now and get Jordan Hudson across the finish line because that would be that long-term answer at the outside receiver spot for the Mustangs. So Dalen Wright goes to TCU and commits to the Horn Frogs, getting back closer to home. Um, again, somebody that SMU probably could have uh, pressed for there, but opts to obviously go all in now on Jordan Hudson and uh, the Mustangs will be looking to get him on board. We're still trying to see if SMU is going to bring in another safety. Antonio Carter obviously picked up that offer from Rhode Island uh, last week. He has uh, got plenty of offers, but Kyron Chambers is obviously the big target. Can kind of play all over. I've been asked, asked about uh, Braxton Myers, the Ole Miss safety transfer who signed with Ole Miss in the 2023 class and enrolled early. He was a four-star prospect, really highly touted, coming out of uh, uh, Plano John Paul II. Uh, or actually right up from Coppell. Um, he was at uh, Plano John Paul earlier in his high school career, uh, but is uh, the number 232nd overall corner in the 2023 class. He leaves Ole Miss before really, you know, completing his first semester, entering the portal. Kind of a weird thing um, that, you know, I'm watching is will SMU look into Braxton Myers and then go after him with Kyron Chambers, obviously in the portal, 
Kyron Chambers is a corner, but probably could play some safety. That's going to be a question. I'm wondering if SMU is going to go after both. They do have space. They want another true safety. Can Kyron Chambers kind of accomplish both of those things for SMU if they get him? That's going to be one of the big questions. But Braxton Myers is somebody I've been asked about. They're evaluating him. He had committed to USC and eventually decommitted and then signed with Ole Miss in December. Um, he's smooth, has nice ball skills, a big prospect with a 6'4 wingspan. He might be able to play safety, might be able to even grow into kind of like a will linebacker. That's how big he is. You look at a frame like that. Um, I still think SMU is pressing for a tight end in the class. Um, and Khalil Brantley is the one that jumps out. The former Miami tight end was on campus at Louisville this weekend, continuing to track SMU's chances on that one as well. Um, and look, uh, when it comes to the transfer portal, um, SMU is going to see some natural attrition as well on the flip side of it. You have a guy like Dylan Goffney leaving the program and looking for a bigger opportunity. Sam Westfall, a veteran of that secondary, is graduating and moving on from the program. He is in the transfer portal. He has one year of eligibility left. He actually played in the spring game. Classes kept him out of pretty much every spring practice, but he was able to play in the spring game and uh, get some good game film, in a sense, um, to go into the portal with. He was an expected entry with the depth that they brought in at the corner position, especially now you look at Kyron Chambers maybe coming in. Uh, the writing was kind of on the wall for Sam Westfall there. So he heads out the door. And a freshman from the 2022 signing class is in the portal for SMU, Rhett Larson. He didn't play last year for SMU. He redshirted. Um, he was originally committed to Sonny Dykes and A.J. Ricker. Rhett Lashley and his staff kept him on board and signed him. But, um, you know, just uh, really about a year into his SMU career, he's moving on with four years of eligibility to play. Uh, I think he's one of those guys that, you know, just kind of watching him in spring, I think a little bit on the lighter side of uh, what you want from an offensive lineman. Now, granted, he was just in the weight program for a year, but I still think looking at him, he he almost kind of looks like a like a tough gainer in a sense. So I'm intrigued to see where he lands with his four years of eligibility. And look, there's going to be more guys. There's going to be more players that enter the portal. I think some guys that naturally, uh, you know, you won't blink an eye at in terms of leaving. Uh, SMU and 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 trying to find a new home for the future uh, and the rest of their college careers. So we'll continue to track that as well and, and let you guys know when those guys do pop in who those players are. Um, on the recruiting front, uh, SMU did extend a new 2024 offer um, and that went out to Jalen Jones out of Beaumont Westbrook, an edge prospect. Stands at about 6'5", 210". I actually got a chance to watch Jalen Jones last year at LSU camp. He was really, really good. He was kind of knocking on the door of getting an offer. Um, SMU, or, uh, LSU's had a coaching change now on the defensive line and, and things like that. Um, and they have a couple big, big fish that are on the hook. But um, Jalen Jones is a really intriguing prospect. He, he just reminds me of, of like a Delonte Scott um, type of player, um, a, a guy who – I think he plays basketball for Beaumont Westbrook as well. So he's got some athleticism. He has some tools. He's really long. And SMU was by Beaumont Westbrook today doing some spring recruiting on Monday, if you're listening to this, and uh, extended an offer. So um, that is going to be a new name to monitor for you guys um, when it comes to uh, you know 2024 prospects and uh, getting guys 
um, lined up on that recruiting board. Uh, so be sure to watch for that big story, kind of breaking it down position by position. Also, SMU did lock in an official visit with one of their top targets out of uh, the 2024 class, and that is Peyton Stewart um, out of Kelso, Washington. So SMU going all the way up to Washington. They're going to host him for an official visit in June. He announced that on Twitter. Um, he's visited a bunch of places, Oregon State, Washington State, Idaho, um, an intriguing 6'7", 240-pounder. So when you look at what SMU has been signing at that position, the, the offensive tackle spot, I look at uh, Peyton Stewart as one to know. Um, he is kind of in that mold, like a Sean Scott from the 2023 signing class, one of SMU's signees from out west uh, in California, uh, kind of in that same range, kind of on the lighter side um, in a sense, but you want to get him to campus truly see how big he is and kind of what they can bring uh, to him as far as developing him and getting him ready to play offensive tackle. So a really intriguing prospect setting his official visit to SMU over the weekend and, and getting that news out there. So we're going to watch for what happens uh, with Peyton Stewart as well. Um, he is, uh, again, an intriguing guy at 6'7", 240 with some power five offers um, and certainly some some, uh, you know, heavy competition in that area, especially you look at Washington State being involved there. That's going to be one to uh, to watch without a doubt. So with that, guys, we are going to wrap up this edition of the On the Pony Express podcast. We'll be back later this week with a longer edition, kind of talk about the draft, uh, look at some uh, positions on SMU's uh, football roster um, and kind of assess post spring, but wanted to kind of get you guys a relatively short, but uh, kind of quick hitter podcast out on Monday to you guys. So hope you guys enjoyed it. Be sure to stay locked in and on the ponyexpress.com. Two basketball official visitors have hit campus as well. So be sure to subscribe and get the latest on that. See what Rob Lanier and his staff are doing. So with that, we're going to wrap up this edition of the On the Pony Express podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We will chat later this week. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.